Hello, podcast listeners. Thank you so much for sharing a little bit of your time with me. Hopefully, some of these tips are helping you in your daily lives to take better photos of your friends, families, and all that fun stuff. Um, in order to provide better context, whenever you do have the opportunity, feel free to swing by my YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash EMT Films. The link is in the description in every podcast. Uh, also, follow me on Instagram where I post behind the scenes on everything that you hear or see in my different outlets. Thank you so much. Have a fantastic day. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Thank you so much for taking the time to hang out. Today, we're comparing DJI Osmo Mobile 2 versus the Moza Mini Me. <sighs> Let's go. All right, guys, for this comparison, we're going to go practical and straight to the point. We're going to compare stability, object tracking. We're going to compare their time-lapse capabilities. We're gonna talk about some of the highlights of their respective apps. Make sure you're comfortable because we're gonna test these gimbals on the iPhone 10 and we're gonna take them through the apps as well as the native app on this phone. I had the opportunity to visit the beautiful city of Chicago and I did some of the tests there as well as some clips here. Side note, I did not use any ninja walking techniques whatsoever. I was walking like a regular human being in downtown Chicago because I really wanted you to get a raw, true to life comparison between the stabilization of these two gimbals. Now, both gimbals are gonna be pretty similar in terms of their stabilization. There is no denying that using the native camera app or enabling the electronic image stabilization on the Moza Mini Me definitely makes it a little bit smoother. But once again, it comes down to technique. It doesn't really matter which gimbal you get. If you're just walking without taking care of your footing and the way you hold the gimbal, you're not really gonna get that super buttery, crispy, smooth. Here's a shot with each gimbal, taking the time one foot in front of the other, and you can definitely see the difference. If I don't label these clips, you probably wouldn't even know which one is which. So it comes to show that it really doesn't matter what type of gimbal you get, the stabilization is gonna be pretty good on either or. Let me know in the comment section down below which one was your favorite, stabilization-wise. Now the Moza Mini Me caught me by surprise with its object tracking. I'm not gonna lie, I had super low expectations and even though I did a test already and I shared the five reasons why I like the Moza Mini Me and this was one of them, the object tracking actually performed really good. It is not perfect. It was able to keep me in the frame most times. It did get confused here and there with some trash cans and some different you know, colors in the trees and stuff like that. But the fact that it has 360 degree spinning makes it super hard to resist. If you're a reporter, if you're vlogging and you're just trying to get different perspectives, you can do object tracking on something that could go around the gimbal. And for the most part, it's gonna track. For some reason, it was still catching on to like the very edges of my ear or different objects, but I was definitely surprised. I feel this is like the second best active tracking. Now I've said it many times, the DJI Osmo Mobile has the best object tracking I've seen so far. It literally stayed on me for the whole clip. Even if I walked too far, it gave me the warning that it was gonna be a little bit smaller than usual, so it might lose my target, but it never did. And it's so snappy. It feels like something's attached to the image. And I don't know, I, I'm under the impression that there's more data as far as color and depth that other gimbals are not quite utilizing. Um, I'm pretty sure DJI Osmo has invested a lot of money in R&D since they have the biggest drone business on the planet right now. But let me know your thoughts in the comment section down below. The fact that the Moza Mini Me has the 360 panning um, and the DJI Osmo Mobile only has 340 degree panning and there's a cap 
Do you want better active tracking or do you want the capabilities of Dufault 360? Let me know. Now using the rear camera with the DJI Osmo Mobile, I decided to just simply go ahead and track some of these boats that, <laughs> some of the boats that were going by. And the DJI Osmo once again did not disappoint. It was able to stay focused on that little boat until I was pretty far away and you can definitely see, oh, the shadow, maybe the depth, the distance. So I lost track of it once it already went from one side to the screen to the other. Now on the other hand, with the Moza Mini Mi, I could see how it was struggling with the different boats and the coloration. Still, under right circumstances, when you have contrast in the background, I could see how this could work in multiple scenarios. But definitely, I feel the cake here goes to DJI Osmo Mobile. Let me know what you think. Hyperlapse is one of my favorite modes because you can implement object tracking during time-lapse. So that creates a unique perspective and a different take on subjects that you would normally just walk and film normally. It definitely helps out with transitions and clips that take you from one place to the other, um, just like any time-lapse does. It's just, it's just so cool, it looks so nice. So once again, the object tracking on the DJI Osmo definitely performed way beyond my expectations, even with the clutter, even with the distance, even with the different buildings. The stability of the gimbal definitely made my hyperlapse look really steady. The Moza Mini Me has true potential in this area, but since the active tracking is not as accurate as the DJI Osmo Mobile, the hyperlapse didn't come out the same way. You could, after the fact, add a little bit of image stabilization digitally on your favorite video editing software, but the whole idea is to capture that in camera as close as possible. That way you don't have to edit that much. Now for better results on your hyperlapse, make sure you're moving a little bit slower than usual instead of walking normal. Slow down that pace, I would say kind of like by 50%. And in my experience, you can do half a second intervals, but one second intervals with a slower pace will definitely get a little bit more dramatic effect. Keep in mind that it's going to take a while, so you're probably going to look weird. You probably, people are going to look at you weird, like, why is this guy walking in slow-mo in the middle of the city? But the results are going to be amazing. Talking about the time-lapse and all the different time-lapse modes, another heavy hitter is the motion-lapse, right? This time-lapse mode allows you to select different points. You can go from point A to point B, and you can set the duration and the interval. This is really, really useful when you want to cover a lot of ground and showcase that transition from point A to point B. You can do up to five points on the DJI Osmo Mobile. Make sure you put your phone in airplane mode and do not disturb mode. That way calls don't interrupt your filming. But I feel this is one of the best things about the DJI Osmo and the DJI Go app, the ability for you to be able to capture your favorite moments in a complete different perspective. Now the Moza Mini Me has a time-lapse mode. It's half a second intervals and it does not rotate. On a previous stream, Moza actually shared that they're working on a motion lapse mode where you can select your different points and have it rotate and calibrate. But when it's out, I'll let you know. All right guys, so software-wise, the DJI Go app allows you to record full 4K at 30 frames per second. 60 FPS at 4K is MIA. I personally shoot everything at 1080-60 because I do want the flexibility of slowing things down sporadically whenever I'm not really planning it. Sometimes I'm in a situation where, oh, that would look really cool slow-mo. So I record 60 for that same reason, but you do have also a slow motion mode. The DJI Go app also has some extracurricular modes like panoramic shots and nighttime modes like light trails and long exposure. 
You can control the zoom with the slider on the DJI Osmo Mobile 2, and you have a mode button that switches between follow and lock mode. The DJI Osmo Mobile 2 comes with a full-size USB port, which you can use to charge your device when you're recording for extended periods of time. And the Osmo Mobile 2 supports portrait and landscape orientations just by flipping the phone grip. Oh, I almost forgot, the DJI Osmo Mobile also has a tripod mount at the bottom of the gimbal with a beautiful 15-hour battery life. Now, the DJI Go app gives you manual controls to some extent by tapping on the screen. The Moza Mini Me has a pretty useful scrolling wheel that allows you to navigate the interface a little bit easier once you get used to it. And you can actually interact with the zoom, the focus, shutter speed, exposure compensation, and ISO which is very, very useful when you're trying to recreate a little bit more complex shot. It allows you to record video at 4K 60 and also 24 frames per second if you want a little bit more of a cinematic look. On the DJI Osmo Mobile, in order to achieve these type of controls, you might require a different application like Filmic Pro, which is an awesome app. I would recommend it regardless but it's kind of cool to have everything in the package straight to the point right there and there. The DJI Osmo Mobile has a support for 202 grams of payload, while the Moza Mini Me has a whooping 300 grams of payload, which opens up the potential of including microphones, lenses without any extra counterweights. The Moza Mini Me also has four quarter-inch mounts that could be used to put microphones, lights, any extra accessories that you might need for your films, which is pretty convenient, because other than that, we would have to use brackets or mounts, and that opens up the possibility to have a little bit more condensed and clutter-free setup. But the Moza Mini Me has a unique mode called the Inception Mode, and on my previous video of the five reasons why I like the Moza Mini Me, I shared a little demo of what the Inception Mode is, but in reality, what this is going to do is going to automatically set the gimbal into torch position. And you can then interact with the roll of the gimbal and record some really cool upside down inception. This is one of my favorite modes and it allows you to capture the world in a unique perspective that otherwise you would either have to rotate your phone or kind of like juggle it around. And, and last but not least, one of the most important factors of the Moza Mini Me is the fact that it has wireless charging built in into the phone clamp. This so far has been one of the very first gimbals that I've seen that has wireless charging built in. And it's very, very useful, especially if you have a phone that has that capability. That way you don't need to plug in your phone and find different adapters or angled lightning cables. Double click the power button and that's it. And it starts charging your device. Keep in mind that if you're charging your phone while you're filming, you're gonna consume the battery of the gimbal a little bit quicker than usual. So you might benefit from having like a battery backup, something like this that allows you to connect your devices via USB port. And since the Moza Mini Me has a full size USB port in the back of the arm, you're ready to go, you're set. You'll be able to record longer time lapses or just simply overall recharge the gimbal when you're just taking a small break. Now the DJI Osmo Mobile is priced at 129. The Moza Mini Me is priced at 109 right now on their website, which is fantastic. That could be a pro of its own. Let me know your thoughts in the comment section down below. If you have your own questions and suggestions, drop them down there so we can continue to make content that's relevant to you. Everything I use is in the description. Until next time, peace.